Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. Joel. Well, he's dead. He's dead. Um, <laughs> I I believe uh, the last we heard of him, he. What I love about Joel is he's going away for a, a large period of time. Sean, hmm. I don't know what kind of traveler you are, hmm. but if I was going away for four weeks, at, by at least the day before, I'm probably packed up. I'm probably all locked in. Probably like a night before type, like a, but stressed. Yeah, but definitely. I, I assume the path you're leading me down is that Joel Dusha did not pack until just before he left. I think day off based on. Disgusting. So like based on the Instagram stories, there was a, a story of an empty suitcase and then he was at the airport. So. Unbelievable. I didn't see those. I'm not really an active Instagrammer. I mainly use it for the How Goods Brisbane, Brisbane Lions group chat. We'll just throw this out there too. If you're a Brisbane fan and you listen to this show and you're not in the group chat, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Get it's right there. there for you. It's a great oh, vibe in there. Game it's day, great. it's huge throughout the week. It's great. You know, Tom, the exciting thing is there's a few people in there who are from Queensland. And I think yep. they're all going to meet up and go to the final this week, the Brisbane oh, final. You mean next week? No, this week. This, this coming week. week, yeah. I've got to get my head around the qualifying and then the pre, because I know there's two teams that have a week off. Brisbane yes. is obviously not one of them. No, no, no. Yeah, they finished the third, two. so they're the straight two. in, playing Collingwood at the Gabatoire. Big Jeez. Gabba doubleheader, actually, on Saturday. That's just Oh, awesome. really? Yeah. They've, uh, I think um, off the top of my head, I think the women's game's at about 3 o'clock. Yep. And then the men's game's at about 7. Oh, juicy. Yeah. So oof, get down to that. It's awesome. Rock the Gabba. Doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Should we dive into some footy, Sean? We should, and Tom, I think there is a question I do need to ask you because yes. Joel is not here, and yes. um, if you're just tuning in, Joel will be off for about four weeks. He's doing a well. He's a fancy podcast man, and he's touring the UK, or, or rather, just one city. He's doing some shows in London. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they've sold out at the time you listen to this. So if they have, don't listen to us. We're fucking mm. idiots. Jump on the website, check it out. Maybe they're check still available. Um, but Tom, yes, I need to know. Yes, I'm dying to know. Yes, how good's footy? Yeah. Here we go, 
footy is, do you know what, Sean? It's, it's a longer answer to that question, I think, this week than yeah. normal. Can I ask normal? one question of you, Tom? Yes. Not yes. even a question, a request. Yes. Stop lying to yourself, mate. Footy is a disappointing hellhole for you. It's a not shocking, though. A shocking season. It's really not. I. You asked me when we recorded. Funnily enough, when the AFLW season kicked off, it was a two-man special. Yep. Uh, Joel was uh, uh, avoiding Gill on the run. <laughs> um, it's been a pretty chaotic podcast. A lot of us have been on the run from Gill for at various points. Joel's yep. had to go to London to get away from him. So yeah, We have heard that Gil's um, mighty reach cannot reach London, so that's no, where Joel's no, gone. Well, I think it's because the Queen, like, Gil can only go Who's with the still Queen. alive. Who's still definitely alive. Jesus, I hope that doesn't change within the two days that we record and this podcast comes out. <laughs> um, no, I. you asked me, what do I want? And I said, I just, it's, it's not about the wins and losses. I want to see improvement. And weirdly, there have been some losses where I'm like, oh, I'm disappointed in that. But I think across the board, I've seen improvement. That first four-game batch, we did not win a single game, Sean. Mm-hmm. But we played Brisbane, North Melbourne, Carlton, and Collingwood. Three of those teams uh, are playing finals this year and have played finals for the last couple of years. One of those teams is the reigning premier. All three of those teams, all four of those teams, I think previously had beaten us by about five goals. And we lost by under two Maybe 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 fourteen to, to eight points, depending on the opponent in that first sort mm-hmm. of week. Yep. That first month. And so I could see the improvement there. We got our first win. We had a couple of ordinary games in the middle. Well, not ordinary games, just ordinary like passages. Like we had a game against the Bulldogs where we played well and then had just a diabolical like quarter in the middle. We had a shocker against St. Kilda mm-hmm. last week. Uh, the week before, that was just awful, real bad. Felt like we went backwards, and then this game against against the Giants, I could see it, and it's like we didn't win, and that's disappointing. But footy's footy's not dead to me, uh, because I feel like it's a bit like that season before Brisbane kicked off. You had a few games that was like oh, I can see it, like I know, I know it's there. Like you, you lose those close ones. Or you just you fade away in late, and they just kick a couple on you late, and but you know that all right. Well, next year the goal is you don't fade, and that those close games you win. So yeah, it is disappointing. Yeah. Hey, we doubled our wins from last year. So did you? You saw enough, Tom, to think it's Neo in the train station, beginning yes. to believe. Yeah. It's it's Neo in the train station. We, we might not even be in the train station yet, but but the, but the seeds have been planted. Um, yeah. We've taken our we've taken our pill. We've woken up in the matrix, and we've 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 just finished learning kung fu. Yeah. I think yeah. that's where we're you've, at in the you've, matrix. You've walked around the ship. You've seen yep. how shit the real world is, and you've spewed. But yep. now you're ready to train hard. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Again, I've I've put the I know I know kung fu. You know that's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think this season there's been a lot of growth, a lot of positive signs. I would have liked more wins, obviously, um, but I think we're about where we're expected to be. I don't think. We could have pinched a couple. I would have loved. To, we should have beaten St Kilda. That's the one I'm most disappointed on, which is last, which is a couple of weeks ago. We should have beaten them. Yeah. Um, worth worth just noting that you lost to the Giants, fifty three to thirty five. I just want to put this to you, Tom, because you're in this bracket of teams who are not playing finals. Yep. I would say probably everybody in that bracket, with the exception of maybe West Coast, has had a period or periods this season where it's been like, oh yeah. They're having a yep. crack. Like they've got some some real momentum happening. Like next year could be exciting. No disrespect to West Coast, I just haven't really seen them 
dig in at any point. I think they got one win. Is that right? Yeah, against the Saints, I believe. I but that think was in that, so, yeah. That was in that period where the Saints had that real good burst and then they finally got a win. We had yeah. those four weeks and then finally got a win. Like, yeah, I think there's there's positive signs. Players have taken the next step too. Like, we got a full season out of Nina Morrison for the first time in her AFLW career. And those last two weeks, she looked unstoppable at times. Like, she had a passage of play in this game where she just fucking burnt about three people. And I'm mm. just like, there we go. This is good, you know. We're seeing younger players continue to develop. Um, it's interesting that I think our biggest weakness is the weakness that has plagued both the men and women's team forever, which is our ruck. Um, but I have liked what I've seen from Barber and Fuller when they've both been playing together. So they'll develop and get better. Yeah. Um, Chloe Shear got fitter as the year went on, so she got to play more in the middle, and she looked fucking dangerous when they did that. I just think, yeah... I. The, the cogs are all there. The pieces are all there, and and we're putting. If 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 next season we won a couple of those close wins, um, scored a bit more in quarters, even in losses. I, I think I think I think the signs are positive. The signs that we're trending in the right direction. Um, Meg Mack was interviewed after the game, and she gave a really good interview where she's like, "You've seen what we want to do. Like we actually have this. This is probably the biggest change, Sean. Is last season, if you said what is the Geelong women's side brand of football, I'd be like, we kick backwards and we get fucked on. That was <laughs> <laughs> Whereas this year it's like, oh, no, our brand is we tackle, we contest. We don't score heavily, but we tackle and we contest. Like if you want to score against us, you've got to earn that footy pretty hard to get it out. Like we'll make you work for it. And I think that's nice is I can sort of see the brand of football that we're building, which is which is good. And we rebound a lot better than we have been. Um, yeah. Maddie McMahon, fucking hell, give her the All-Australian, just unreal again. We don't know yet what length the season will be next year. Yep. Probably or when it will be, Sean. Or, or when, yeah. We'll fucking probably get to hell. that a bit later. But when, let's just assume it's 10 games. It probably won't be. But if it were to be 10 games next year, for you right now, what's like the minimum wins that you want to have? It's 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 going to sound really stupid. I don't know if it's a number, or I'd love us I'd love us to knock off a big dog. Yeah, okay. Like if we only had three or four wins, but if one of those wins was like we got North Melbourne, for example, and we knocked them off, or we 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 did beat Brisbane in that club. Like I'd love to knock off a top six side. Hmm. Um, so maybe 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 five five would be all right. I'd be okay with fifty percent. Um, because yeah. again, there are teams that I think the gap is 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 growing. Um, yeah. like you know, there are really good teams and there are teams pushing about it. But I think yeah, if we could if we could win five and and take a couple of scalps along the way, um, or even five, just five and a big dog, five and a big dog, I reckon, which gets you at the moment about a game out of the eight. Yeah, and that's probably where we are again next year. Which, in theory, means that for the majority of the season, you're you're in the finals mix. Well, I, I think it just means that yeah, we we teams when they play us are nervous. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't have a, a team like a Melbourne or an Adelaide or a, or even Brisbane going. Oh, next four weeks, oh, we got Geelong. All right, we'll bank that one. Like it's like oh, that could that could, you know, you look at you look at I guess the way. Um, the way Gold Coast played throughout the year, where they were, there was a period there where they looked like they could get there. Um, yep. That's that's what I'm I'm hoping for a bit of that. Hmm. But um, 
Look, I would have loved to have won. They were in a good position. I was watching it and I was thinking, oh, baby, uh, this is juicy. Kicked a goal in 20 fucking seconds. Yep. Um, but yeah, look, shout out to them. I love them all. Uh, just got to keep developing. Just keep yep. keep plugging away. Almost achieved balance too in this game, Sean, where at one point, Georgie Prasparakis, I think, was 12 touches and 12 tackles, and then she kept having touches, which is just, she'll learn. It's a bit poor. Yeah, she'll next, She's only next year she'll be she'll be better for that next year. Yeah, I mean, look, nineteen touches and thirteen tackles. Just uh. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. What was the next game? Because um, I don't know if you're aware of this, Tom. I'm sure you are. In fact, the AFLW yep. app not very good. Uh, are, you, are you telling me the AFLW app is the worst app of all time, and a non-sanctioned tipping app that we use actually yeah. has the games in order? Mm. You know, it's yeah. funny too. The tipping app last year sucked shit for yep. AFLW. Like it wouldn't update until the end of the round. This yep. year, improvements have been made. I hope to see those improvements in the AFLW app next year. I just don't understand why they couldn't move games. Like just update yeah, so the this, app. This is round 10. Yep. But it, it consists of games from round two yep. and round 12, I think. <laughs> Also, the first game of the round is Freo versus uh, Bulldogs from Tuesday the 1st of Feb. <laughs> the Dogs played twice this round. Yeah, yeah apparently. Yeah, just, yeah. Gil, you've got, before you even consider moving the season to August, fix the fucking app. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the next game was Collingwood-Richmond, Sean. Oh, yes. Um, so uh, here's an important thing that we need to discuss. Yes. Just quickly, give me the score, though. Uh, not pretty. No. Um, I will say this. One thing I, I did like as a Geelong supporter, Sean, is that we didn't get flogged like this this year. Um, but, yeah, 47 to 9. That's disappointing. To now, be, Richmond were be, missing to, yeah. quite a few guns. No Hoskins. Yeah. No Brennan. Is that right? No Brennan. So, yes. does the streak has the streak ended or does it continue? Because my... Opinion is that it continues because she didn't play. Do you? Yeah. How are we measuring the streak? Are you measuring it's it in her cons- consecutive games, not the? Because if it's consecutive games, do you have to count finals and be like, well, Richmond didn't play finals, but there's still games going. No, that's. So I fair. think it's her. I think it's she didn't play. So it's Brennan's so she, consecutive it's, games played. Yeah. Streak games that she has played, she has kicked goals. That's sure. it's got to be that. I think. I I like that because it means the streak's yeah. alive. Streaks alive, and next year it could hit like twenty five. <laughs> and I think the I think we all need the streak to be. I'd love. What was Luke Bruce's big one, where he didn't? Miss- oh, wasn't his one? Yeah, he didn't miss for like I don't know twenty games or some shit, like something ridiculous. That's probably way off. I don't, I don't even remember. It was imagine it was a big. If, one. Imagine if Katie Brennan kicks a goal in every game she plays for the rest of her career. Oh, and then when she retires and goes back to the VFLW. Or like the Rezies, you know, yep. she's in her fifties and she's and she playing still does for it. like, yeah, playing in like the D grade Dandy Nong, <laughs> yeah. And she and comes then they'll out, have like a seniors league, so yep. she'll be playing footy till she's eighty and just kicking a goal, kicking every a goal game. every week. Oh, yep. that'd be incredible. That that would be, I think, I'd love that. Then you'd have to be on the cover for Guinness World Records. Do they even make that book anymore? I think they do, don't they? They'd have oh, to, wouldn't they? Do they? I don't know. I mean, this is, we could find out very quickly. This is probably a question for Alexi and Cam. <laughs> True. From Sandspans Radio from the Total Reboot. Um, do you know what blows my mind is that that spot, like you you assume that it's 
like like you assume that it's sponsored by Guinness the beer and it is but that's just like knowing that fact is insane still hmm. I didn't even know that fact well why else would we call Guinness right I don't know mate it could be fucking Franklin Guinness was the guy who created the book for all I know oh I know. shit maybe I'm wrong I thought it was started by the booze it's not is it um no yeah he's the managing director of Guinness breweries okay the guy who created it is his last name Guinness? Uh, no, his name is Hugh Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> Sir Hugh Beaver. Um, all right, let's have a look here. When was the last... Oh, they changed the business model. I don't think they do books anymore. You're kidding. I, I would nearly bet my life that book still comes out every year. All right, let's 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 just keep looking at this. Oh, there was a 2021 and a 2021. So, I'm looking at the cover for 2022. It's still a thing, mate. 24 yeah, bucks, big W. That's cheap. That's there too you cheap. Go. I wonder if it's still a hardback. It must be a soft cover now. Oh, anyway, it, no, it's still a, it's still a hardback. Sean, I'm looking at the same ad that you were given by Google. It is a hardback book for I'm $24 looking- at big W. It's the co- the cover's got a lot of cartoon different characters and whatnot on it. I'm Correct, just seeing yep. if Katie Brennan is on there with a football. Well, she uh, wouldn't be this year because she's got a you know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Guinness wouldn't do the current streak, would they? It's when you hit the big time, the world record. Although hers would be the record. I think so. Let's keep it going anyway. Katie Brennan forever. Hundred percent. Where you? How good's Footy Official? The record is still alive. And also, Haggard's footy official, we still hate Collingwood, so we don't have much to say on that front. They're in the finals again. Great. Uh, Richmond had some ups and downs. They had a weird season. Some of their stuff was great. When they when they were on, they looked pretty good. And then some weeks, they just looked so shit. You can see that they're going to... like. It's a bit like... Um, if I was a Richmond supporter, I'd feel the same way I do as a Geelong supporter. I think you can see the brand of footy that they want to play. And when it yeah. works, it's really good. And then when it doesn't quite work, you go okay. But like they're they're building, yeah. And they're they're a year ahead of you, I think. We beat them this year, Sean. I still think they're a year ahead of you. <laughs> Pretty comfortably, they probably are. They finished higher on the ladder, and I would assume had more wins and losses than us. They were getting the ladder up now. It's pretty fucked. Uh, yeah, they had one more win than we did. Yeah, yeah. Good on them. Next game, North Melbourne beat the West Coast Eagles fifty-nine to twenty. Sean. Wasn't shocked. Not not a shock, but I've got something for you. This isn't traditional, mm. but I've got some balance. Okay. From this game? From this game. Now, I know that the balance that you aspire to watch is always tackles to disposals. Yeah, I do respect that the most out of anything in life. Um, how do you feel, though, about a total disposal count that is perfectly balanced handballs and kicks? I think that's pretty incredible, and I'll t- you you tell everybody what it was, and then I'll tell you why it's incredible. So Ash Riddell broke the record for the most disposals ever by an AFLW player with 42, 21 kicks, 21 handles, only two tackles. <laughs> I mean... They can't catch yeah, it. She's clearly got the not, ball. not yet a team player with that low <laughs> tackle count. Well, no, but I'll who's... Why she this ta- is very. She impressive. can't tackle Sean. She's got the ball too much. If you, <laughs> if you had ten kicks, ten handballs, I'd be like, oh yeah, nice balance. Didn't blow me away though. Over twenty of each. That's extreme. That's record breaking. Obviously, speaking have, of Guinness World Records. That, well, it is record breaking. Um, she broke the record, which I think was thirty-eight. 
Yeah, did you see the thing that Swamp put up where he showed uh, North Melbourne highest ever? Have you got it in front of you? Because off the top of my head, she did that 42 touches in like 68 minutes of game time. Uh, I versus don't have- Ryan Bastanak was the top for North Melbourne ever. And he, I think, had 46 touches or 48 touches. But it was so- in like... 116 minutes of game time. Crazy. It's, 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 I've got the stat right in front of me, Sean, because I took a photo of it because I knew you'd ask me about it. Amazing. So it's Tom Mitchell's record of 54 disposals was from okay. 116 minutes and Ash Riddell's of 42 was from 62 minutes. That's just insane. And can I just say, I imagine if I went to Tom Mitchell's record-breaking 54, it's not going to be X amount of kicks, perfect amount of handballs. Probably not. Tommy Mitchell was an in and under boy. It's, it's yeah. a lot of handballs. Handball fest. Because I'll also, I wonder if I can get, what, what sort of stats can I get here? I can't get meters gained. I'd love to know how many meters gained because that'd be huge. Hmm. But I mean, if you want some more balance, Sean, I've got some more yeah. balance for you. From the same game? Same game. 26 yeah. touches, 13, 13, two goals. That's pretty good. That's good balance. Not optimal. Optimal balance is obviously tackles. Yeah, I and it doesn't. Oh, there's a couple of people got close. I think North are a good team without being a great team. And um, maybe they'll prove me wrong in the finals, but I don't think they will. It's their home final though, isn't it? I think so. Do we think Riddell will win the W award? It's pretty hotly contested this year. Emily Bates has got to be a massive chance, I reckon. It's. I, I reckon the issue with Riddell... I think it's down to three, personally. Those two are Marinoff, probably. Well, my, my thing about Riddell is I think this is going to sound insane, but I think mm. she's too underrated at North Melbourne. Like, she's, she's, she's a great... This is, this, is, this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's like, is she flashy enough for an umpire to notice every week when there's Jazz Garner and these other players around her? They yeah, didn't have the output that, that she many, had. When you get to the point where you're getting the ball that much, it's like umpires are fucked in the head if they don't give her the votes. <laughs> well, I'd love to know traditionally how, and hey, Gemma could probably answer this for us when we have her on in a, in a few episodes' time. Yeah. Um, I'd love to know how Anne Hatchard has gone polling-wise with Phillips uh, and yes. Marinoff in the team because yeah. Hatchard loves getting the ball. She's And this isn't a knock on her. She's a, she's a possession fiend, but does she poll well? I don't mm. know. And this is what I'll tell you. So I, I think it's, honestly, I think it's Bates... I think it's 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 Monconti's up there. Yeah. Um it's it's a pretty pretty even like Haley Miller is a huge chance too, because even in the games that Freya have been not great in, she's been ridiculously good. Hmm. It's weird that for a team that could be premiership like potential too in Melbourne, I can't pick one player. That's how broad their team is. Yeah, no, they're just a, an even team effort. Similar to Brisbane, except I guess Bates has just had that. She just elevated this year. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of, I think you're the next game. No, I think it is um, a bit of magic time. It is a bit of magic time. It is Nearly a bit a miracle. of magic time. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. I thought this would be a blowout, and then I saw some messages flinging around in the How Goods footy chat that it was, you know, the miracle was on. And so I watched the last quarter, and fucking hell. Like, they could have done it. Darcy had the shot, but just didn't take enough time, probably. Although it was, a, it was such a – that's a tough shot, especially at Casey. Oh, I was going to say – Casey if, Fields. If that shot had have been – if they had have been around, oh, I reckon, another foot even, that's yeah, going in. a couple more metres. I just 
like the wind there's so hard that that, that oh. thirty metre range is just fucked. I actually thought it nearly could have been a fifty. Well, got kicked out of bounds, didn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it a free kick and then Melbourne booted it away, which can trigger a fifty. I thought it was a fifty, but I think it might have been the out of zone umpire called the free. I think the umpires should have had the courage to pay a fifty there. They should have. You'd be pissed off if you were Carlton. Although in the in the at the end of the day, not oh no, it wouldn't have mattered if they'd won anyway. No, it just would have I been I mean it just it would have been a great moment for the club, but like knock off a team. Well, and for Melbourne. Well, actually it uh, would have had huge ramifications because Melbourne would have finished third. Yeah. Brisbane would have had the week off. Yep. Yeah. Melbourne cooked this because if they yeah. put the foot down and really belted them, they could have finished top. And, and sort of had the best chance for an MCG grand final, which is what we all want. You know, if Melbourne can get past Brisbane, which maybe they won't. Are you on their if, side? Of the well, that's draw. if Brisbane, I should say, that's if Brisbane get through. I believe Brisbane play Collingwood and if the winner of that would play Melbourne. Hopefully at the MCG, that would be awesome. That'd be huge. Do you reckon that'll be at the G? It's either the G or Casey Fields, isn't it? It can't be Casey Fields. You can't play a grand final. Put it at the, the G. Prelim at the, well, if, if, not, if the G's got, like, what's, yeah, put Tom, it at the fucking G. Mate, we've got to get to that game. No, abs- like you can't play that game of case. I, I would love, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I'd love Brisbane to stop Melbourne from having an MCG grand final. But yeah, my if Brisbane can't win the flag, then I'd love to. I'd love to be able to go to the grand final. The, the G. The issue is though the other side of the draw. Well, it's it's up to Adelaide. It's basically if Adelaide be in a much better position if Brisbane had finished fourth, because I think Brisbane could knock off Adelaide over there. Whereas who's in fourth now? Is it Freo? Well, it's Freo. No, it's it's um North. Oh, North. Yeah, North aren't going to beat Adelaide. So it's, it's gonna, either North it's or Freo. Be a, uh, I feel like it's going to be an Adelaide Oval Grand Final again. Yep, me too. They're just God they're just, damn it. I know. They just love it over there. They're just so good. <laughs> give us one at the G. We haven't give had us, one in years. Hey, give us one. <laughs> give us one at any other venue. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had your crack, Adelaide. Fuck off! Oh, they're just again. It's I hope just this is this, this is where I hope Gil is a fuckwit and swoops in at last minute and goes, "No, no, no, home of football, MCG, Adelaide That'd v Brisbane." Big. That'd yeah. be big. Are you thinking it's going to be an Adelaide v Brisbane rematch? Um, I, I can't see Adelaide losing to North or I just don't know about Freo. Freo sort of went off the boil, but they did lose a lot of crucial players. So if they get people back. Which I think they have, haven't they? Well, so this week they'll get them back, right? They'll get the Antonios I, I think, back. Yeah, I think Frio will beat North. Frio Adelaide's juicy too. That could be, yeah. And in fact, I'd rather see Frio. But Tom, what happens then? Do Frio then take over? No, because it's because whoever finished higher. Four. So you could get a Brisbane Frio grand final at the Gabba. You could get a Gabba to a grand final. Oh God, I'm going to have to fly up. I think. Jesus, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Sean. Yeah, big time. Got to get through you know, the first week of the finals first. Jesus. All the games of this round, in fact. What's the next game? The next game? Oh, hang on. I'm, I'm in the app, so I'm just going to have to get oh. out so I can actually check it correctly. Time because travel it would back have been, to round two. It would have been wrong because it actually is St. Kilda versus Adelaide, which I oh, don't God. think is the next game in that app. Yeah, that oh, no, is, it is next. I think that's the next. And um, Saints yeah, got but- killed. They let me down. I was really... I needed... Carlton or St Kilda to pull off a miracle for Brisbane to finish top two. And it did not happen. Nah, look. Yeah, sorry. 
Sorry, mate. It's what's what's more impressive? Just to go back a step, what's more impressive about Carlton's miracle is it looked absolutely game over at quarter time. Oh yeah, they turned like, it on. They just went bananas. Well, there was a goal kicking end, so it was just sort of swinging, as there always is at Casey Fields. Yeah, um, but yeah, this game disappointing end for St Kilda, who I think have gotten their shit together in the last few weeks, and then just. Dropped it. <laughs> yeah, it's been at that. They're probably one of those teams where it's like just happy for the season to be over. It's yeah, and then look, I, holding their breath that it's not next season, you know, the next season four months from now. <laughs> just it's yeah, I love that today, Sean, that there was a so look, we'll just we're off topic again, but I feel like yeah. it's come up a few times. Yeah, so some psycho just in an article, a story about the AFLW, right. No mention hasn't been addressed to players, coaches, anyone. Hasn't officially been raised. Just as a little throwaway. Yeah, we might we might start the AFLW season in August. Oh, next year? No, 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 this year. Yep. And on one hand, I'm like, it's out of summer. It actually makes some sense. Uh it's it'll be in a cooler period. Grounds are available to them. I don't hate it, Sean. I don't yep. hate it. Doing it this season sounds fucking insane. I love the August time slot. Sounds good. Better than being in the absolute heat of summer. Ridiculous. But like you said, you've got these players who aren't full-time, so have already jumped through so many hoops with their work and their life to sort of arrange to get this season done. And then you're asking them to do it again in four months. It's, it's insane. I actually don't think they can do it. I love the August thing, but do it next year. Figure yeah. out some other way or stagger the thing. So maybe this year the season starts again in December and the following year, October, and then you roll it back and then you eventually get to August. You can't just, I don't know, it's too much. It's too much. Well, it. Sam Lane was really good on the weekend. I think during the. I think during this game, actually, or the next game. It was during um, the Brisbane game. During the Brisbane yeah. game. She just, just said, we need a plan, man. That's <laughs> it. the roadmap? That's it. They talked about how we're going to be the first sporting code to have equality in 2030, and they they've taught it's a lot of nothing. It's a PowerPoint. What, yeah. What's the fucking? What are the steps? What's they're expanding the teams again? But but what are they doing about when it's going to be played? When are they going to be, like? It's just the AFL have no fucking idea how yeah. to run the women's football program. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. They don't and tell the problem- coaches. They don't tell clubs. They don't tell players. Yeah. It's fucking insane. The problem, as I see it too, is that they just seem to do these things on the fly. So it's like, okay, we'll do the next season in August. And then by the end of that season, are the AFL going to be like, mm, nah, we didn't like that. We're going to do it in this time. And they're just going to keep moving it around. I don't know. They need it's- to basically pick something, give them, give the players and everyone enough notice and say, we're going to stick at that for X amount of years or like that's just the way it's going to be. They need certainty, I think. Well, yeah, it's just it's and and like a lot of the current players are against the August idea. I am um, I know that yeah. there's a, a few, especially the injured ones, because they're like, well, I'm going to miss two seasons now with an injury that normally I'd only miss one. Well, that's right. Like Kate Luckins did her ACL; she's stuffed now. That'll yep. be her done for two two Bree seasons. Davey, Huntington. There are plenty yep. in that camp who did ACLs in like rounds one and two. Yep. Who won't get? Who will miss two yep. whole seasons? It's just. Uh. Also, if you if you play deep into finals and then what you you take a bit of time off, you then play local footy. Maybe yep. your preseason is like June, July. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just 
It's very short-sighted. But again, the AFL have done this from the start. The The women's comp was supposed to start in like 2018, and then they brought it forward to 2016, 2017. I don't know the exact date, but it was supposed to start like two years later than it did. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. They keep, they keep moving the goalposts, and it's like it's almost like they do it to make things as hard as possible, and then the AFLW just sort of keeps smashing through it. It's, I tell you what, the most overused phrase in football, Sean, mm. is full credit to the players, all the boys, all the girls, and full yeah. credit to them because I don't know how you'd like. It's it's hard enough to be a an AFL level player in either of the comps to then the men at least that's their full time job. That's the that they can just focus on that. The women have to do all this other shit on top of it. It's just and and the body that organ like oversees that it's just insane. We almost need a like what uh, cricket Australia, the line in the sand where the the players of both codes of cricket came together and were like, "You got to pay them more. You've got to get out to spare." We need some of these men to lift. I just yep. yeah, I don't know that or we need to kidnap Gil. <laughs> Happy to do that. I just you know not that. And then Police. escape to London to yep. avoid his jurisdiction. Correct. Then we're protected by the Queen. Yep. Who is still alive. Who's still alive. Or, or we kidnap Gil and we take him to Icon Park because then we're under Vossi rule and Vossi oh. will support us. Then we're under protection of the King, King of Australia. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Um, yeah, great. Hey, um, Ash Woodland won the goal kicking, by the way. Did she really? Yeah, it was very, very tight. I think she kicked 19 in the end. Um because I know Staunton, Cora Staunton Staunton gave it nearly won. <laughs> gave it she a kicked, red hot crack. Yeah, she got eighteen, so she nearly pinched it. Taylor Harris, I think, was only one off as well. Daisy Pierce was flying home. It was all happening. I, I will say this: I I didn't watch a lot of footy over the weekend besides my own game because I've moved house, Sean. Um, yeah, and I've remembered that I hate moving house. Now you're either much further away from Arden Street or even closer. We won't know. No one will ever know. We just don't know. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go to the next game, Sean? Yes. So would I. I'm going to have yep. to close the app and go to another app because it is got- the Bulldogs-Brisbane game. Round two, baby. Round two. <laughs> Life on Mars. Mars Stadium in Ballarat. The home of football. Ground I've been to a couple times. Um, a good ground of footy. It's a good place. It is. I'll say this. I've been a couple times. I went with Matt Smolin. A uh, friend of the show who's a Bulldogs man. He'll actually be our special guest next week to talk all things Bulldogs. But I went with him and I sat in the members section. And in the grandstand, fantastic ground. Can't fault it. Absolutely beautiful. When you have to stand up on the other, the outer side, not as good. But anyway, Ooh. there's a good, there's a juicy crowd in. Brisbane played pretty well. Um, I think they pretty much had their measure for the whole game. There was a period in that second quarter where the dogs sort of turned it on. Where I thought, okay, so here's this thing, Tom, that happens. Brisbane, I think, I've seen it often this year, that first five or ten minutes of a game, the other team has a lot of like inside 50 entries and is sort of on top. And then Brisbane sort of figure out the flow of the game, flick the switch, and then we're off and away. And I thought at quarter time, I think the dogs are already cooked. I think Brisbane have got it figured out. And then the dogs came out and just turned it on. Must have been a scoring end. So we went into half time. I think were we only up by one or two goals? One goal, exactly. Yeah. And then Stasevich in his 50th game, he's the first coach to coach 50 games, by the I've way. I've got a question about that. 
you want to know why he didn't do it last week with Bates yes. and Anderson? Yes. So Starsevich, uh, he he was ill. I can't remember whether it was last year or the year before, and he went to hospital. He was quite sick. So he missed a game. I'm pretty sure Daniel Merritt coached. Could be wrong on that. I have to check with Gemma. Oh. But, um, yes, Starsevic, he missed one game. They're yeah. like, oh, he's been their inaugural coach. And I'm like, then how the fuck is he yeah. a week no, later? He, missed, he was in hospital. He, he missed one game, and then he came back and uh, fighting fit because he's a fucking legend. Yeah, so congrats to him. That's awesome. Lots of positivity around the Brisbane camp. Well, that's he's, he's I think, just from – and I'm sure all coaches are, but it just feels like more than any of the other coaches – Although Trent um, Cooper at the at the Dockers is pretty vocal too, but I just feel like Craig Starsevich loves women's footy. He's very vocal in pushing for more women across the board. He's more vocal. He's very vocal in saying that the conditions are shit. Like he's he's prepared. Yeah, Sean, he's prepared to fight Gill. <laughs> he's he's been great, like to the point where, and he's been very successful in his yes. time. I wouldn't be shocked if. AFLM clubs have reached out to him and said, hey, do you want to come and be an assistant or something like that? And he's probably said, no, nah, I love what I do. I love the group, love the club. I don't know if I've said this before, but I've probably been meaning to. I think Starsevic and Bree Brock and Chris Fagan and David Noble, I think they saved Queensland football. And I well, think, and we talked about this in the past when the Brisbane men's team started to become good. And I think it was in the aftermath of the women's team sort of making the grand final and becoming a good team. Because before that, Queensland footy had like this losing culture. Suddenly the guys start to see the girls having success and having fun and then things snowballed. Then Fagan came up and Brisbane footy just took off. So I think, yeah, a huge credit to Bree Brock and Starsevich and that team and then to Fagan and Dave Noble who's now gone to North Melbourne. But, yeah, he did an awesome job. Well, and the team's Br- just great. Bree's been like Queensland footy for her whole life, hasn't she? She's yeah, been massively yeah. influential in getting footy – yeah, there. there was a story during the game, uh, I think maybe Abby Holmes was talking about it, that Bree was the one who saw Zimmy Farquharson playing as like a, I think she was playing in a seniors grand final as a 13-year-old or something like that. <laughs> Fucking and be- hell. And because Bree Brock was in charge of footy, I think she had to okay it. They, they had to call up and ask permission for a 13-year-old to play in the grand final. And she was like, uh, yeah, okay. And then went and watched her and went, holy shit, and sort of wrote her name down. And uh, Brisbane, she's been on the radar ever since, you know. Like, yeah, she's played a huge role. Um, yeah, just they were awesome again. Like, well, the, midf- like, uh, the midfield, they just get it done every week. The back line's so dependable. And the forward line's so dangerous. Greta Bodie should probably be an All-Australian this year. Which She's I probably had hadn't sh- even thought about. You know how we've been sort of having a bit of a running dialogue of, oh, Batesy will be in, all the Rotwires in the mix, maybe Nack Rider, that sort of thing, Bree Conan. Bodie's been just incredible, like so good. Zimmy was great. Hodder was great again. Davidson and Wardlaw kind of had a bit of a down day, but it doesn't really matter. They just need no. to be targets, bring the ball to ground, and then let them go. Um, Ruby Spark, she's a wrecking ball. She just attacks the contest constantly. Um, I'm constantly impressed with Nack Ryder. I just think she's the best down there. Um, Sophie Conway, like there's, there's there's just stars and young stars on every line in this team. It's incredible. Campbell kicked a goal, Tom. Sure, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> like, I think they said she kicked. I think she kicked the first ever goal for the Correct. Um, yep. Lions women's team. Yeah, and then I she's only ever kicked game. another one before this. So this is probably a third career goal, and it was just awesome. It was a huge goal too. Oh yeah, she knew what she wanted. She got fed the handball and just went bang, and it was awesome. 
I think, yeah, I think it's a similar thing whereas you look at the teams like Adelaide and you look at the teams like Melbourne and Brisbane and yep. Freo when they're on and you just look and it's like, right, there is someone or there, there is two or three players on every part of the ground that you've got to be worried about. So oh, it's yeah. like you look at the backline depth of, of a Brisbane, of an Adelaide, of a Melbourne, of a Freo, and you go, Jesus, that's dangerous. Then you look at them, and it's not just like one or two midfielders. But yeah, Brisbane's depth is, for a team that got raided too, yeah. it's it's huge. I Sean, I, they, are, they, are, they scare me a little bit. If I was if I was there, an opponent, if I'm Collingwood this week, shitting my pants. Even just like... And I, we talk about the back line a lot, and I don't think I've given enough credit throughout the year to Monaghan and Puller, who have both come in in more like Monaghan this year, but in more prominent roles, and just they just deliver every week. Like I, I'm not, you know, sometimes you can be worried when a ball's coming in. I'm never really worried. I think they've really got it under control. I was worried when we played Melbourne and Taylor Harris just got off the chain, but for the most part this year, they've just looked rock solid. And they lost experience down there, you know, and and even this season they lost Lutkins as well. So it's like, at that point, you could have been forgiven for being like, "Fucking hell, how are we going to do this?" But they've just kept going, and they've had the most cooked season really, oh, yeah. with just COVID things thrown at them, um, floods up there in Queensland, games being changed. They've been on the road. I think yesterday was their third week in a row on the road. Yep, uh, Melbourne, Perth, Melbourne again. Now they'll be back up to Brisbane. Incredible, love the team, Sean. I've got a bit of balance. It's not the balance that you'd like to see, but it's an it's sure. a fair effort. Yeah. Spark nearly um, got the balance too. She got eight touches, I think, and ten tackles. That's correct. Um yeah. Puller, six and six. That's pretty good. It's She's not, working um, on it. doesn't quite squeeze into the mind blown realm, but no. um very impressive. Very impressive. Um one more game. Yeah. Now I'm just gonna get up an hour. That would be round um oh that'd be uh, round twelve. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I don't know why they did that. That's the dumbest part of this uh, whole thing. I can forgive the I can forgive the app leaving the Brisbane Bulldogs game in round two because that's when it was supposed to be. But this game was never supposed to be in round twelve because round twelve doesn't exist. No, correct. Bizarre. Um, Freo just got themselves back into the winners list after a yep. pretty just a pretty fucked <laughs> week yeah. the week before. Yeah. Um, the darkest day, really. Sean, I've got a, I've got some numbers for you. Sure. She got close. Bowers, eighteen and seventeen. Yeah. Oh my god. She's she's gearing up. You don't want to be playing Freo in about two weeks' time. Was it seventeen tackles? Yes. I blame the opposition. I reckon that was probably. She, I bet you she had someone lined up. And they saw her coming. They just dropped the ball and yeah. ran away. Yeah. And they, she picked oh. it up, and that's where it became the 18th touch. That, whoever that player was, fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> Disgraceful. <laughs> so Frio finished fifth, is that right? Uh, I believe so. Let me get the ladder. Uh, percentage yes. probably cooked them from last week's only, Only just two by 5%. Oh, so this last week killed them. Last week really hurt them. Well, now they went from like the third to fifth, right? Um, I don't know if they were third. I think Brisbane's sort of been around there for a little while. But um, the, they were in the mix, definitely in the mix for that spot. Here's the thing about the Freo team being on the road, though. They had that period this year where they were forced onto the road because and of COVID. Good. And yeah. they were fuck. It, it galvanized the team. I think they'll beat the Kangaroos. Yeah, I think, yeah. Do, look, look, do we want to jump to next week? Let's do it. 
we just we don't normally do like we're not, we're not because the odds of the AFLW <laughs> having to move two games of finals, yep, I think is uh, slim, yep, to none, yep. Um, so uh, looking at this here, so I reckon. What do we got? North Melbourne versus Frio first up, and I think Frio are going to torch them. Where are they playing that game? Arden Street Oval. Wow. Yeah, I thought it would have been a Marvel or yeah, MC. yeah, or Icon Park. Yeah, that's a bit cooked. Yeah, it is. Um, it is interesting. Wow. All right. Um, I'm still going to back Frio. It'll be a good game, though. I think. I think it'll be a really good game. Interesting. Mm. I'm just looking at their previous games. Yeah, Freo have won them, haven't they? North. 10 points earlier this year and one point last year. Hmm. I just, I still think Freo. Yeah, me too. I just, it feels, it feels, it feels Freo's. Freo have underachieved for how good a team they've been. Correct. They've got to be angry. They will come out firing. And there'll they're be the a only, lot of balance. They're the only realistic chance of beating Adelaide at home. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of anger and a lot of balance. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I don't think Ash Riddell's going to get 42 touches next week. No, she's going to get I 60. Think, I think she's... <laughs> and 30 she's and 30. Be, I think she's going to get tackled 17 times. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the game after that at 4.10 at the Gabba. Yep. Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you believe? Big time. I'm uh, very excited. Super Saturday, you're going to get two Brisbane games. Can't wait to sit down and watch both. But um, this one, more important, and I think they'll get the win. I, I do. Are you nervous based on last year's prelim? Yeah, that was pretty hectic. Home? Yeah, I think that was down in Melbourne, though, was it not? That was at the Gabba, mate. Was it the Gabba? Yeah, last year. You played at the Gabba. Hotter okay. kicked some fucked goals, and then- I think- I think they Brisbane's better. One. I think Brisbane's better this year, and Collingwood's not as good as last year. It's probably my take on that. We played really well against them when we played them earlier this year, um, but it's a final. Anything can happen. Like, yeah, I will be stressed. I'll be stressed all, all week. I also believe, especially because it's Collingwood too. Like, you don't want to lose to fucking Collingwood. God help me. No, I Exciting believe. times. I believe, so do man. I. Thank you, Tom. Um, now, Sean, before yes. we move on to the last part of today. Of doing yes. some emails. Something else is starting this week. In fact, by the time this episode comes out, it will be mere hours away before the men's comp kicks off on the traditional blockbuster slot of 710 on a Wednesday, <laughs> baby. <laughs> that one really snuck up on us because I just think we're not expecting Wednesday night footy. No. No. Because you and I have sort of booked in recording time for um, the Scaredy Boys podcast, new episodes every Friday. <laughs> We're in the studio with a uh, special guest, Cass Page. It's true. Yeah. Uh, so episodes get, to come out in the future. Oh, get excited about that. When you listen yeah. to that episode, think to yourself right now, ah, oh, the Bond had just kicked four. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Hey, Tom, you know it's dangerous because yes. we'll be in the studio and there's a TV in the studio. <laughs> I never bit considered of, that. Bit of, bit of footy. Bit of spooky movies. It's all happening. That's pretty dangerous. Um, do we want to have a quick chat about what we want? One sure. thing we want to see from both of our teams this year, besides obviously a premiership. I'll go first. And it's yep. quite simply no injuries. Because last year we got cooked in the preseason. We lost Cam Rayner. 
throughout the season. We had extended periods without Dan McStay. We lost um, Eric Hipwood to an ACL. Then in the fucking final series, Dan McStay was out with concussion. The guy we brought in to replace Dan McStay got concussed in a game. It just it was a bit of a cursed run. Uh, Lockie Neal never got going. He was injured. So yeah, it's just this year. If we can have like what Melbourne had last year, which was basically no injuries, give or take one or two. Ah, oh, sky's the limit. Very exciting. Sean, I'm on a similar vein, but I'm a very specific injuries. I don't yep. want injuries to either Tom Stewart mm-hmm. or Jeremy Cameron. I'd love to get a full 23, 4, 5, however many games we play next year, this yep. year, out yep. of Cameron. Because yep. when he was in the team, Jesus Christ, we look dangerous. And now Hawkins and him have had another year to you know train together, to feel one another out. Tommy's taught Jeremy about how to be less of a fuckhead. So hopefully they can stay on the park and kick a bag. I love the specificity. If I could just say I'd love Harris Andrews to play 25 games injury-free and remind everybody that he is the best fullback in the AFL. And on that too, 25 games for Cam Rayner to just explode and say to everybody who's had a whinge about him being a shit number one draft pick to shut the fuck up. That'll be good. He's ready to explode, and I love it. I'm very excited. I'm excited. I also want to see some of the new boys again. Get Cooper Stevens some footy. He looks good. Yeah. Coning looks nice down back. Tyson Stengel looks like he could be very dangerous for us up forward. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'd like to. I'd like to get a, a good start to the year too. Last year we lost the first, well, like we were one and three. I think. You know, it was it was dangerous times. We were zero wins and three losses when you and I went to the Brisbane Collingwood game that we won after the siren to just keep our season alive and I picked you up and nearly threw you through the Marvel Stadium roof. I, I remember. We don't, I think want, about we don't want that stress again. We just want to get off to a good start. Yep. Well, Sean. Yes. The AFLM is upon us. The AFLW final season is upon us. Uh, once again, love my girls. Well done this year. Do you have any emails for us before we close out today? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Uh, Matt Brown sent us one, but it was just about perfect balance. It was about uh, Bowers nearly getting there and just a bit of a um, congrats on an improved season to you, Thomas, to your Thanks, cats. Mate. Thanks, mate. Um, you know, Dusha to be able to look forward to actually barracking for his team next year when Essendon joined the AFLW and uh, that he will see me in the grand final, which is very juicy. We got a lot of emails in between episodes that were just about the AFL fantasy comp Yep, that you, Dusha, and I are all in. Um, that absolutely exploded. We've got 20 teams in the uh, what we'll call the A squad, and then we have a How Good's Footy Reserves as well, and we had another 20 teams fill that out. So Scary that's going to be exciting. I'd love to be able to do another one, but between this episode's going to come out probably when the first game is on. We don't have time. We don't have time to do it. We've got two legs. It's bloody exciting. But, Thomas, I want to leave you on one thing. Oh, yes. Yes, please, Sean. Last week, I was rummaging through some old Brisbane stuff, just little trinkets, and I came across a Brisbane Lions signature book from 1997. And in this book, 
it had every player on the list and they were all asked a series of like the same 20 or so questions with autographs. I'd just like to read a couple of answers out to you from, in my opinion, and I think everyone's opinion, the greatest Brisbane line of all. Number three, Michael Voss. Beautiful. Signed by the great man as well. Oh, Weird that he wrote, his signature looks like it says Michael Voss instead of dad. I don't know about that. He's not allowed to do that. Yeah. The paternity he probably didn't test. want to. Yeah, yeah he yeah, didn't want to come put back. it on paper legally. He it in my ear, but yeah. he wouldn't put it on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Very clever, clever dad. <laughs> Full name: Michael Bruce Voss. I never Bruce. knew his real name was Bruce. That's Bruce. Good. Nickname. Now this blew me away. Not the first one because he's given two. Vossy. Yep. Standard. Yeah. His his other nickname is Melrose. I can't. I don't know why. There's no reason given. Melrose. Do you reckon he just loved? Do you reckon he just loved the TV show Melrose Place, and they called him Melrose? That'd be pretty funny. Is Melrose some sort of reference to red hair? I don't know. It's crazy. Now the birthplace is interesting. If only it's probably only interesting to us in that it's Trelgan, Victoria, which is the hometown of uh, our co-host and friend of the Scaredy Boys podcast, Damo. New episodes every Friday. Huge news. Yeah. Marital status: fiance, Donna. 18th of October is the day. So this is a man who's looking forward to be married. So much in love. Just want to check, his wife is still Donna Voss? Yes, correct. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. love finds a way, Tom. It survives. Occupation. Now, this one's interesting because a lot of the players have jobs back then in 97. Of course. He's an administrative officer with Australia Post. I can't picture that. It's crazy. Does that mean he's like, I would love to. Imagine rolling into a post office and there's just Vossie. Sell on you some stamps. Biggest influence on my career. My father has always been, but so has Donna in more recent years. Loves his future wife. Love to see that. Love, pair of love, Sean. Favorite food, lasagna. Classic. Footy players love some of the most fucking (laughs) big time foods. They're always like, my favorite food's like spaghetti or something. And then their favorite movie's like Shawshank Redemption or a movie about a war. What's his favourite movie, Sean? Is it there? It doesn't have favourite movie. Um, Yeah, it doesn't have favourite movie. Favourite drink is Lemonade on the Rocks. That's not Uh, his favourite drink. Favourite music, Michael Jackson concerts, the best he's ever seen. Favourite TV show was Friends. Least favourite TV show, Mully Grubs. I don't know what that is. Have you ever heard of that? I think it's an ABC kids show. Okay. I don't know. Several of the Brisbane players mention it and they're like, I don't know why this would exist. So I don't know. This one is interesting. Favorite piece of clothing. And he writes, my G string. <laughs> I am. Melrose. Come on, mate. What the fuck? <laughs> I am absolutely shocked by this. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Tom. Your most prized possession. And he says, Donna. I wouldn't replace her for anything. Power oh. of love. Power of sure. love. No wonder he won three in a row. I think the power of love's too strong, Tom, because the next question is, I can't say no to, and he says, I don't think you could print it, so I better just say twisties. This is a lot hornier than you would expect. Oh, it's it's heaps hornier. What's he doing with that G-string that he can't I say know. no to? Interesting. No, that's his favourite piece of clothing. Wait, wait. On other people? It just says, favourite piece of clothing, and he says, my G-string. <laughs> Raises questions. Uh, Mully Grubs, I've just looked up, is like a. It would have been. I, re, I, 
I saw a photo of it and remembered it, but I could never remember its name. It's um, it's like a sciencey kind of kids program. It's got a weird um, a kids blue. Show. Why are they watching yeah. it then? This is the uh, this is the logo from it. This weird blue face. Do you remember that, Sean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely, but I don't know why footy players are getting around that. As a boy, I was punished for hitting my brother, but he started it. His greatest fear is running out on the football field in front of a hundred thousand people with no pants on. Ooh. And then later they ask him what his most embarrassing moment is, and he says, "Walking out in front of a hundred thousand people with no pants on, and then I wake up," which I find interesting because his greatest fear is just a dream. It's just a dream, and his most the most embarrassing moment of his life has never happened. It's just a dream. There's some power in that, I think. Fucking hell. Uh, worst lion to room with when they're on interstate trips is Jason Ackermanis. Yeah, he's the... Just the standard questions. If you were stranded on an island, what three things would you need? One of them is his wife, Donna. Again, power of love. Yep. That's pretty much it. You know, things like, what is your favourite ground outside the Gabba? And it's the G, the home of football, which well, I love to see. Where's his favourite movie, though, Sean? That's a... We've got to they get to the bottom ask. of this. We need to I know think... what Michael Voss's favourite movie is. It'll be Shawshank yeah. Redemption or... And look, Michael Voss, he's, he's in town now. He's around. He's at Icon Park if you see him at a game. I just want to know what his favourite movie is. I kind of yeah. have to know because what's the point of asking what his favourite TV show is? Who cares? Yeah. It's all about the silver screen. Absolutely. Oh, um, do you reckon it's Shawshank? I, it's, it's always something like that. A lot of people also love Saving Private Ryan. I reckon it would be like Remember the Titans or something like that. You reckon? Yeah. The reason I go Shawshank is I, I think about how old he is, and Titans was like a bit later. Yeah, no, it's a fair call. I'd, I'd still stick with Remember the Titans, and I hope we one day, this year, that should be the, a bit of a That's mission the of the show, and we do need people's help. If you come across Michael Voss, ask him what his favorite movie is. Yeah. I don't know. Guess. Send us emails, guys, to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com. Let us know what you think his favorite movie is. Let us know what you think about footy. Um, let us know what you think about Joel Dusha being uh, free from Gil's grasp. Um, he'll be editing this, so he'll en- he'll enjoy that we miss him. Uh, not that much, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us here, yeah, emails, howgoodsfootagemail.com or individually. I'm at Orchard Trade. I'm at Carney from 55. And if you want to hassle Dusha, just send him, just, just spam the fuck out of his Twitter while he's in the UK. He's a douche 13. The time difference means that you can just do it while he's asleep. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.